This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey everybody, welcome to I Love Movies with me, Doug Benson. I've got a bunch of crap in a bag that I need to uh, take out and get ready for this uh, exciting show. There's a lot of, uh, this is an exciting one. I know it's been, uh, it's probably been three weeks since the last one, and I said I'd do them every two weeks, but you know, scheduling things happen. So uh, we're here at the UCB Theater before Comedy Death Ray, and um I also just want to say briefly that uh, Fast and the Furious, no wait, Fast, wait, Fast and Furious, no the in there at, at either end, um, is very popular right now, and uh, I, so I think my next project might be a, a rip off of that, but, but from my you know stoner perspective, and it'll be called Slow and Slightly Upset. <laughs> 
So I'm excited about that. But my big announcement that I need to make before I bring the guests out is that uh, the number one complaint that I get, uh, you know, people that hate my podcast probably don't say anything to me at all, so that that's not the number one complaint, that I, I hate your podcast. Uh, but the number one complaint is it's not long enough. So starting with the next one, which I believe tapes uh, two weeks from tonight, um, we are going to do a 7.30 start time and, and go for 45 minutes. And... Uh, you can come in at any point. I don't mind if you come in late, but uh, it's something to do before Death Ray starts, and uh, it'll be longer. And then Death Ray, Death Ray is supposed to start at 8:30. And for the listeners right now, we've been doing it this from 8 to 8:30. So Death Ray always starts late because of me, and I totally appreciate it. But now I think this new system, Death Ray will still start late, but <laughs> but less so. And people that like this podcast can enjoy 45 minutes of it. Let's bring out our guests. What do you say? Let's have some guests. Um, this first person is, uh, they're, they're both friends of mine. They're both uh, one longer than the other, but uh, one of them's been on the podcast before and the other one hasn't. Enough games. You're sitting at, you're sitting at home or on your treadmill or whatever uh, trying to guess who I'm going to bring out here, and I'm just going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> The, my first guest is Natasha Legero, who uh, has been in movies, which is exciting. Welcome. And she always has a, yeah, you always have a glamorous outfit on. Thank you, Doug. You're one of the more glamorous comedians. You usually make fun of it, and I never heard you call them glamorous. Well, outfit. I'll think of something later. Um, okay, I'll say one right now. How many tauntauns had to die for that thing around your neck? And... My other guest, uh, the repeat guest, if you will, who nailed in the Leonard Malton game the movie Dave with no names. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back. Dana Gould is here. Yes. Both of whom will be performing later in Comedy Death Ray. I totally poached Comedy Death Ray acts for this, uh, this particular night. Hi, Dana. Hi. I'm always dressed like Potsy. <laughs> <laughs> The more clothing humor we can get in, the better, because the podcast listeners have no idea what we're wearing, but they should go to lookatmeshirts.com. I, uh, I enjoyed your tauntaun joke, and I'm impressed that you didn't go to, and I thought they smelled bad on the outside for that. Oh, I don't, yeah, you know. Is this a Star you know me, Wars Dana, reference? I can't go so deep as to actually quote the characters. I could just name the obscure monster that one of them sleeps in for warmth. <laughs> some, would, some would say monster, some would say beast of burden. <laughs> Uh, so I like to play the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon game with uh, my guests that have been in movies, and I figured out that Natasha's two degrees away from Kevin Bacon. I've only been in one movie. Yeah, but you did it, girl. In that one movie, <laughs> you, uh, you made it within one degree. I also don't do any research on IMDb or anything like that before the show. I just It all comes from me just making my own notes and guessing at stuff, but... This is a definite. You were in uh, He's Just Not That Into You That's with right. Jennifer Aniston, who was in Picture Perfect with Kevin Bacon. So you made it in two degrees, girl, with only wow. one film. Wow. Yeah. I thought maybe Kevin Bacon was in that movie. You started out hot. It. You haven't seen it? It does have a lot of people in it. Drew Barrymore stops by and says, I'm producing, and then leaves. Uh, you haven't seen that movie, have you, Dana? I have not. The wife I didn't make you go? Did not. Like Greg, though. 
Oh, Greg's a great dude. He was on the show and uh, he was he was making fun of it because there's that part where the Asian guy goes, uh, "MySpace is a new booty call," <laughs> and Greg, I got Greg to admit that that line doesn't make any sense. At all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and it's also and it's it's the new nothing now. Well, that's what I mean. It's like the timing was awful because MySpace is pretty, you know, is dead. It's not, it's not a booty call, but also it was never a booty call. A booty call is when you text a person directly or call them. That was like in the movie Juno when I, re- when I heard the line, swear to blog, I, my hand twitched. That's all I can do now. I, I make, an, I make a re- reverse fist. Oh. <laughs> what does you carry a rubber ball around and squeeze it? And then uh, Dana, I couldn't think of any movies you've been. In. I think I think you've been in a movie or two. I, can I guess one that I think you were in, and then yes. you could tell me no, that was Jake Hogan. Yeah. Um, uh, Pauly Shore's Jury Duty. No, that was Jake Hogan. <laughs> so what we're movies? Not, uh, we're not often confused. <laughs> It I just lo- feels like that movie Jay. had a lot of people running in and going, there's a fire, and then running out. Yeah. That was like what Jay yeah. did, and I thought maybe you did something like that no, as well. No, I did, I did that, though, in, uh, I did that in Father's Day, and I did that in My Fellow Americans. And I, I see a lot that. of movies, and you just named two that I went, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Billy Crystal and Robin Williams, no thank you. James Garner and another old dude, also no thank uh, you. Another old dude, Jack Lemmon. Oh, well, Jack Lemon. I, who said I did this see to me pretty on, much every other Jack Lemon. Who said this to me on the second day on the set? Hello, love. <laughs> <laughs> he was just getting rehearsing for uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Roth. He was. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I'm going to get a part of that. Uh, but also, the one thing that I just saw recently uh, uh, on the road somewhere watching uh, cable television, uh, you know, s- that uh, short cable that you get in the hotel rooms on the mm-hmm. road where it's like news, weather, or what TBS thinks is funny. Right. And uh, they nailed it with this one, though. That you're, I saw your very, uh, very dark turn in probably the darkest episode of Seinfeld. True. Where you were the fellow who there was a lot of, uh, there were scenes in the woods and there was a lot of digging. Fra- yes, fragile Frankie Merman. <laughs> I gave Jay, I gave Jerry a van he didn't want. I was his, I was the George. I was his summer friend. I was the summer George from Jerry's childhood. Isn't it great how complicated it is to explain so what you did on an episode of Seinfeld? It's, so it's the same thing with Curb Your Enthusiasm. People are like, what did you do on that? Well, it's the one where Ed Asner <laughs> dies, and Larry David uh, was there when it happened. I just so saw I your play episode. his nephew. Great, but it's like takes too fucking long to yeah, explain. It's, very con- it's it's like a Tolkien. <laughs> but I ended up digging a hole in the woods and hiding in it. A hiding in a hole in the woods. Right, because you. Right. You and kind of wanted to die because you felt so bad felt that so Jerry bad. didn't want yeah, the, the white a, van that you not gave Not a stretch him. for me and my emotional, <laughs> my legendary emotional resiliency. And, uh, and at the end of the episode, it ended on that timeless comedy trope where someone says Seinfeld's van and they think they're saying son of Sam. <laughs> you know that. that really held up well in, uh, in syndication. That's a tribute to how hilarious that show is, though, that no one no really one cares. cares. You know, nobody minds that it's there's Jerry a character based on the O.J. trials that right. shows up from time to time. Right. That's right. <laughs> like, you just watch it now and go, oh, he's just a lawyer. You know, at the yeah. time, it was like, that was a specific parody, but now right. it's like, oh, that's that shifty lawyer. 
I saw that guy in an airport once, and it took me forever to place it. And then I finally figured it out when someone else standing nearby me said, "Oh, that's the lawyer from Seinfeld." Now, did did you like, you're did right. you tell the story? Did you tell the story about speaking of the OJ trial? The guy is like a guy at a hotel. A guy's checking into the hotel. You might have told me the story. I heard it here. Or it's like, it's, I think it's Posein tells it. Posein tells. Oh, oh, it does yeah, it on yeah, stage? yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that is it's in, in here. The act. Well, then I won't do it because I'd be like doing his bits. No, that's all right. Let's do it. But I was. Uh, <laughs> but I. It's such a funny story. I, I can't get him to slip over the hill, you know, from the valley to come do this podcast. But I heard it here, again. so I'm not. Uh, I'm I'm in the zone on it. Yeah, yeah. No, you knew you knew it wasn't yours. And I said that there are comics that will just they'll just go ahead and no, fire away not. with the thing somebody else did, and you know. See Brian Posehn. You'll, you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, Fred Goldman is the right. Uh, yeah. Who, uh, who in the story. depth... I, I swear I might have told it on, on this or another podcast. At some point I've told it. Here's what I don't understand. In the depths of Fred Goldman's misery, and, and I can only envision how the living hell of enduring that, he still had the wherewithal to curly cue up his mustache in the morning. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs> that's the thing that's so funny. You were so hesitant to do Posehn's bit, but like... I was horrified to find out that you and I, congruently, without ever having seen each other do it, were doing that exact oh, same well, that's, thing. Yeah. I had people coming I'm up honored. to me going, "What's you know, uh, Dana Gould's <laughs> doing your bit. And I'm like, Dana Gould wouldn't take a bit from me. We're just doing the same bit. And yeah, that, that was the bit. And I've never oh, talked hilarious. to you about it because I never felt like the you took it from wax? me. mustache wax? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would just say, I'd say kind of the same buildup, like, oh, my God, he's gone through this horrible trial. And then I go, but every morning you get up and look in the mirror and do this. And I jump right to the waxing it, but also looking kind of happy about it. That's Did you do the, the, the noise? No noises. Oh, see, His that's noise kind of sold Mine was very quiet. Yeah. Well, Dana Yours always... Is better. Dana's more of a... You know, he's a better performer than I am. Oh, but, no, uh, no, not well. <laughs> 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 but, uh, okay, so what were those movies? Can we do you a two-degree to Kevin Bacon? Oh, we could do I it easily, so. probably, because Jack Lemmon and Kevin Bacon were in The Odd Couple together. Um, no, I think... <laughs> I bet they were... I bet Kevin Bacon... Yes, we can do it. Uh, Here we go. I was in My Fellow Americans with Jack Lemmon. Mm-hmm. Who was in? What was it? He not in Grumpy JFK? Old Men with Sophia Loren? Is that where you're going? Not in J- was he in JFK? <laughs> he was in JFK with Kevin Bacon. Bam! Done. JFK is part of what makes Kevin Bacon so great for the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Now, what game. was what was Jack Lemmon in JFK? Who wasn't in JFK? He was um, some doddering old dude who had information. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen. Because isn't Walter Matthau in it too? That's like kind of the joke because they're both in it, right? And in separate scenes as different the gay, the doddering gay, old men the gay, with information. The gay characters in JFK are slightly more gay than the gay characters on Benny Hill, <laughs> with just less circular running. Yeah, they, they, they literally have hand fans made of dicks. They're just like so incredibly. Like, is that a catcher's? That's what I like about Dana Gould is he can come up with something like that and say it without stumbling over the words. As soon as I start to say hand fan fill of dicks, <laughs> I would totally fuck it up. I can't, I can't spit out good ones like that, those fully formed ones. Like one time, you know that guy Troy Baxley? Do you know him? He's out of Denver. We're in a car together, and we're sitting at a light, and some old man gets into his car, and he does that thing where you turn the engine over twice, and he yeah. goes... Rrr! Grind without, your flywheel. Yeah, without missing a beat, Troy Baxley goes, grind me a pound of that old timer. <laughs> and I'm just like, how do you fucking come up with all of that and spit it out? 
take 12 Simpsons writers to each put in two words to come up with that normally. <laughs> Not to degrade your, that's why you're a Simpsons writer, you're good at that shit. But I uh, was um, reading a recent Entertainment Weekly, ooh, I like to call it, and uh, don't peek at that. That's you're gonna be competing I'm, in I'm, that. I'm, I'm wondering if Jack Lemmon is in jail. You know, I'm going okay, but don't look at the ones that I have yellow yeah. post-its. He's looking through the Len Malton book, which has never happened. <laughs> you don't see someone going on who wants to be a millionaire and flipping through the questions. I think this is book. the first time I've ever looked at this book with my pants on. <laughs> you're Normally, I'm the... uh, pooping. Oh, okay. I thought it was another, you were going another Normally way. Normally I'm pooping. You're always, how are you? <laughs> you're, I thought you were always double checking to see if a Showtime movie would have, uh, you know, would be soft porn or not. So, because um, don't they kind of steal the same name? So, in Entertainment Weekly, they named the top 20 heroes and the top 20 villains. We don't have time for top 20 heroes and villains, but we do have time for the top five. And I, I put it out to my guests. Let's see if Natasha, uh, you've probably been peeking already, but do you have any idea uh, like who a top hero in the history of cinema would be? Like um, one of the best heroes ever? Luke Skywalker. Is that, is that one from history? No, but I do really love the way you had disdain for all nerds <laughs> as you said it. Um, <laughs> Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I really, yeah. It's, that it's, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Just because top, his face is horribly scarred is no reason to... <laughs> the, top, the top hero in the history of cinema. If you want to name the top hero, the you, could, you could try to guess that. Well, it's, you know, it's a stupid magazine Well, article. I would say James Bond. Bam, that's correct. Wow. James Bond, number one. Certainly probably in the most movies with like 27 or something. And, and the not, last not James Bond, the other I Casino liked. Royale. Which one? Quantum of Solace. Yeah. I like. You like all that, like jumping around from building to building and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's I running and fighting. That. Yeah, the it's action. Like, uh, the action's good, but that, it, there was just no story in that no. second one. The guy had a can. The guy drank a can of oil. Models running away from explosions. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's the thing, Natasha. You I don't clearly get it. haven't seen the last two because the, the model quotient is way down. You yeah. didn't even see nipple in the opening title sequence, yeah. which is what I counted on as a child. Yeah. That, those like sequences him. brought I me like into him. adulthood. I like fights. I like um, character-driven drama. Okay, so the number two hero of all time is Indiana Jones. That was a strong character, right? Yeah, I don't like that one, though. <laughs> that one. Um, and Superman, of course, comes in at number three. No, I don't like that either. <laughs> Harry Potter? Didn't see it. <laughs> I, I love, I hope you go through your entire life referring to movies that there are seven or eight of them <laughs> as if there was one. just the one. <laughs> no, nope, didn't see that one. But, it, but when talking about Indiana Jones, you could say, you know, the good one. Yeah. Because there is one good one. Yeah, and one crazy one that's my favorite. Uh, the fucking Temple of Doom yeah. is the, one of the best movies ever made because it's so insane. Yeah. Like... Like, PG-13 was invented so that a horribly violent movie could be foisted upon people that were yes. too young for it. Yes. It was fantastic. It was the fragile Frankie Merman of the Indiana Jones <laughs> Absolutely. It was very dark with the hearts pulling out and the fucking... A lot of really hard punching in the face in that movie. And the eating the monkey brain. Oh, God, I love it. And then uh, number five for best hero, which I say 
you know, go for it because she is awesome is uh, Ellen Ripley from the Alien films. Oh. Kind of a surprise that she finished so high. I think they probably just went out of their way to get a girl in there. Yeah, I would think that, too. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer came in number eight, and then I start to argue, I thought this was movies, and then the magazine says back, no, it was never just movies. <laughs> you're, you're just a stoner. So then... Uh, <laughs> What else, did the, what else did the magazine The magazine say? talks to me with the words that they write. Yeah. Um, but then uh, let's go villains. You, both of you can guess one villain. See if you get a villain from the top five villains. I'll discount the one timery. I saw that is the photo in the center of the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you saw the photo, you can't. You got to disqualify yourself from that one. I'll I give know. you to number six. I got one. I'll Why? give you it through Mr. Six. And Mr. Six is nuts. Are they kidding? Oh, that guy. Okay. <laughs> Cruella DeVille. Again, again, the disdain was awesome. And let me she must be in the top something or other, but she's not in the top five. Snow White's Queen is number 15. What? <laughs> that's such a like minor. Yeah, character. so that's probably why she didn't that's probably why Cruella didn't get in there. And also probably because, you know, they made one too many live action one with uh, Glenn Close. For well discount. Here's Darth Dana's, Vader. Dana's We'll discount him? Yeah, because that's an obvious one. Wow. Dana, throwing out the obvious, <laughs> wants to make it hard on himself. We'll discount the AIDS from Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> now you've only got two guesses. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discount Mary McDonald's funky spine from Passion Fish. Um... <laughs> I'm we'll say, never speak of it again, actually. Is, is there a black and white one? Is there a one from a black and white movie? No. Ah! Oh! Who would you have said from a black and white movie? Mr. There Potter are some. from It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, I don't know if he was... Uh, these, all these people kill people. <laughs> they don't just fuck with them financially. Hannibal, like Hannibal. like Bernie, Bernie Madoff is never going to make this list. I saw, I, <laughs> right. I saw the Joker in there, so it's not the Joker. Why do you keep seeing them? Now you I have, have my, my, my cheaters okay, on. Okay, so you've narrowed um, it down. It's not the Wicked Witch Hannibal of the West. Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, number three. He is good. And by the way, the Wicked Witch, that's like, come on. Yeah. How come, well then why isn't the Good Witch fucking number one on the other list? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you why. Because the Good Witch didn't do shit. She just was like, oh, watch out for that. Bye! Uh, and number five on the villains list was uh, Alex DeLarge from uh, Clockwork Orange. Oh, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. But then, then number six was Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. And, uh, but when I saw Mr. Burns, I was like, that Kevin Costner movie? What was that called? That was Mr. Something, wasn't it? Brooks, Mr. Brooks. I'm like, God damn it. Wow. I don't always agree with these lists, but this is ridiculous. I'm going to write a letter about Mr. Brooks being the sixth most, the best villain of all time. All-time villain, Marley's trainer from Marley and Me. <laughs> what I liked in the movie Marley and Me is that Kathleen Turner does an uncredited cameo as Beethoven from the other dog movie. It's a, How it's dare a super she sympathetic age. crowd at these, uh, at these shows for some reason. How dare she be touched by time and gravity? And uh, donuts. <laughs> uh, so. I used to see, dude, I was, you know, I used to see her. I used to see her in New York all the time, and I would never see her without a Heineken and a Marlboro, Marlboro Red Hard Pack, and a Heine. But you know what? She has got 
the movie Body Heat yeah. to pop into any True. you know beta machine <laughs> and say, look at this fucking shit. Look where I was at. Right. But she went, she went from that to Charles Durning in about 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I like you know what I'm mom. excited about. You like cereal mom? Yeah. I like when she's uh, the the lady in the one scene who tells the dog to lick her feet. I yeah. don't know why I think that's so funny. She's but it, great. That kills me. Is that that's not her that says that though? That's somebody no. else. But uh, that's an interesting movie. They also that's one of two movies I th- I could think of where somebody yelled out Don Knotts and that Don Knotts was not in the film. <laughs> it was just somebody held up a picture of him randomly. <laughs> and they yelled out, but I can't think of what the other one was. That's gonna drive me crazy. All well, right. Well, in uh, in um. The bowling movie Kingpin. Uh, there's a uh, people keep shouting "Attaboy Luther," which is a uh, homage to the ghost of Mr. Chicken. And it's you wonder why my him. life is an avalanche of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time to play the Leonard Malt game. You know the new rules. I explain them to the uh, contestants. Uh, we'll have uh, Natasha go first. Oh man, she I'm going to be so bad. I can this. guess this in how many names? So I would recommend going for the full amount of names, <laughs> and then see where Dana takes it. Okay. All right. Now, Dana is a, a previous champion. It's exciting to have him back. <laughs> he got Dave in one word, or no words, no names, um, last time he was on. This movie's from 1983. So Natasha was two and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do genre, I say no? The okay. genre, oh, I should tell you this is going to be for all of these. The genre is the heroes and villains movies we just discussed. <laughs> So it's one of the movies in one of the series of movies or singular movies that we were just talking about. And it has to be one of those that we said? No, you're free to, you're free to guess anything. <laughs> you can say it any proper necessarily. Like that was, I was kind of trying to help you out by saying, you know, that a lot of the movies you were saying, uh, I didn't see it. You were referring to movies that were like six Oh, right, right, right. Of. Yeah, like Harry Potter so, yeah, 6 so or whatever. So I'm not giving you any clues as to how many installments they have of these. Mm. You just have to guess which installment I'm talking about or if it's an installment at all. Okay. 1983, Heroes are Villains. Uh, and my hint that I always give, I like to give a hint, is it's not my favorite of that particular franchise. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> and you have nine names you can start with, Natasha. I'd like to guess it in nine. Name that movie. No. <laughs> Indiana Jones 3. <laughs> you can't just add a number. You have to know... <laughs> You have to know that it's the you know the search for Curly's gold or whatever. <laughs> Legend of Curly's gold. Okay, so Dana, uh, she's bid nine. Do you want to underbid her? Do you want to tell her to name the movie? You can either go eight names or less. I can name it eight names, or you can say name that movie, or you can jump oh, even lower. I you can, can jump. Yeah, you can go all the way to zero or one, like you did that one time. I'll name it one. He says he can name it one. So I would recommend you say was that the name right, that movie? Was that the good move? That I just did? If you think you know the movie, but I don't know if 83 and that I didn't like it is really... <laughs> so you also said franchise. It's from, it's from a franchise. Mm-hmm. That rules out explorers. <laughs> Solar babies. Bye, Solar Babies! But also the heroes and villains discussion we had, it has to be one of the top five of heroes or villains. Right. So that also rules those. I thought for a minute it might have been... Oh, I bet I know what it is. All right, right, so I'll give you the one name. This is the lowest credited person on the movie. Can it be the star? No, no, no. That's what happens is you you corner yourself into the... (laughs) 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 All right. 
Oh, you you, lo- you lucked out. You're going to get this because uh, the the one name is... Uh, Give me the initials. It's a I giveaway. Think. All right. <laughs> I like it. He likes to make it hard on himself. Uh, you must be like the favorite when you're like in a dominatrix uh, situation. Well, I decided to mispronounce situation what? as long as I was mispronouncing dominatrix. Um, is, there a, is there an S&M movie trivia game that I don't know about? Oh, I'm LM are the initials. LM. LM. Lois Maxwell Octopussy. God damn it. That is correct. Really? That is correct. We're going to have to have you back on versus Jerry O'Connell because he had a weird way of guessing him very. I thought it was DL for Desmond Llewellyn. Oh, yeah. Who was Q. That's amazing. Now dead. Like the next name's Vijay Armitage. You wouldn't have gotten it from that. Although Indian and Octopussy had a lot of Indian uh, nonsense. Octopussy, do you know know, uh, Tom Kenny? Yes, I do. Uh, We went to see um, Octopussy and A View to a Kill together. We both lived in Boston at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, during A View to a Kill, uh, I remember us both just hissing stop (laughs) to Roger Moore. Like, stop! Stop making these movies! Stop it! Stop it! It was. It was like, why is why is my dad being chased by a tiger? What is well, that? That's what I don't like dad? about octopus. Is at one point to thwart a bomb attempt at a circus, he dresses like, like a as a clown. clown. Yeah, that's a. That's it's like just a, like no. no. Jay's mom will walk out there in his fucking tuxedo and take care of business. Yeah. he wouldn't be like putting on an outfit. When did he ever, like, did Sean Connery ever put on, a, like, even, like, a waiter outfit or a stormtrooper uniform? No. <laughs> he was always, fuck it, they're going to yeah. figure out who I am, Can and I'm just going to have to take care of business. Imagine Daniel, and, it's a, and he's a good clown. Like, he really, like... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He had the makeup really yeah. down. Like, somebody must have helped him. He must that have is, befriended somebody that backstage. Was, that was grim. In the clown dressing room. Yeah, that's a rough movie. I did like when the one dude had the saws that were on the end of stri- that, that were on the end of like rubber bands, so that mm-hmm. you could saw somebody in the neck and then have it shoot back into your hand. Because it sucks when you throw your saw at someone, then you have to go over and pick it up. <laughs> have you ever seen a clown? In, have you ever seen a clown in traffic? Just like driving around like a clown. Oh yeah, yeah, on the way to a game. party. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, I love that. <laughs> it's so weird. It, but also that expression, have you ever seen a clown in traffic? I, I live yeah. in Los Angeles, of course. <laughs> the roads are full of clowns. Here's my, other, here's my another thing I realized. If you ever go to like the, Grauman, the Man's Chinese Theater, mm-hmm. and you see like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. he doesn't look like Spider-Man, but he looks exactly what homeless Spider-Man would look like. <laughs> With a baby do. Yeah. Like, if you said homeless Darth Vader, I go, I can't envision... Oh. I get it. And exactly. what's funny too is the pe- I think the tourists think that um, that's that's hired by the city because yeah. they've seen him like give them their babies no. for pictures, <laughs> and it's like that guy just got a sandwich out of the garbage can in front of the check cashing place. Soggy wet Elmo should not be holding your baby. <laughs> but like the tourists just are very not you know. Yeah. This is from 1991. Oh, we have more. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, we have less. We got to wrap it up. Uh, I almost just said it. <laughs> Natasha, how it. many? How many, Natasha? Zero silence of the lamb. That's correct. You're all tied up. All right, quickly. One, one. Quickly, silence of the go. lambs. One. Here we go. <laughs> A new hope. Yeah. Oh shit. Why didn't they just name it A New Hope in 77? The kids would have flocked to it. 
Are you going to see A New Hope? <laughs> All right, Dana gets to go first on this one, but I'm just going to, I'm not going to give you any clues. I'm just going to say uh, how many names do you think you can get this next one? And it's, it's, I from, need to it's from the, you get nothing. <laughs> you just have to start out, 10 is the maximum. You can start out at 10, or you can do a bold move and. I don't get the year? No, you get, you get nothing. <laughs> That's how unfair I think this competition is. And I've sneakily tied it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm giving Natasha a chance <laughs> All right. to win this thing. Okay. So how many names? Four. Four. Now, Natasha, I recommend to you, as your attorney, that you say you can do it in one name. You know, Doug, I do think I could do it in one. Here we go. This is the last name on the list from 1939. It says, it says, the singer Midgets. Oh, 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 oh. I never knew there was a goddamn credit for that movie. They're like, oh, you know who's in this movie? The singer Midgets. Did I win? Am I a champion? Yeah, you're the winner. You're the winner. Did you say the name of the movie? Yeah, she said it. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, she said it. But how hilarious is that? With Judy Garland. Like, you can't even give them individual credit. What kind, of, just... what kind of assholes? Like, well, we got a bunch of midgets. What midgets? Are the singer midgets? Okay. <laughs> singing midgets. They better be, because they do a lot of it in the film. <laughs> Virtually the entire time they're on screen, they are singing. <laughs> they're not just the midgets. It's like when people go like, I just, I'm so upset, I need some solace. Yes, but in what quantum? If only I knew the quantum. I'd be... <laughs> James Bond, number one hero of all time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, tying it all together there at the end. Dana Gould is here, and we're done. Uh, Natasha. Thank you. Thank you for That being was you. short. Goes by fast. Uh, 45 minutes, though, next installment, so look forward to that. And uh, in the meantime, Willem Dafoe's a shithead. Makes him cocky There's no room in his heart for you Cause the